Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to the 25th episode of the G-Men Journal podcast. I'm your host, Ben Beccarelli, and today we're going to be doing a week 10 recap of the Giants game against the Jets. Um, so it'll be a normal podcast. You'll have your recapping around the league in the first half and then analysis and stats uh, and things like that. Um, in the second half, um, you know, usually I'd do, I would do a short preview, but the Giants are on a bye. Uh, next week, week 11, so nothing to really do there. Um, so, yeah, so our sponsor for this episode is Chris J. Becker, LECPA. If you're a small business and you're looking for an accountant to help with your tax needs, call Chris J. Vaccarelli. Chris J. Vaccarelli. We don't forget about the little guys. All right, thank you to him for sponsoring this episode. And um, so, yeah. So, uh, I guess we can get into the recap here. Um, so, the Giants played at 1 o'clock on Sunday at MetLife Stadium against the Jets. However, as the away team, just the way the uh, the scheduling ended up working out, uh, Giant. So the Gi- the Jets won the toss um, and elected to receive, um, and they went right down the field and scored a touchdown. Uh, Giants unable to respond have a disappointing three and out. Then the Jets go right back down the field and score a touchdown. Uh, Giants offense gets going, goes down the field and scores um, to make it a 14-7 ball game. Uh, the Giants finally stop the Jets, um, as the Jets punt. Then the Giants go down the field, um, and score a touchdown. However, um, a weird play on the extra point as the snap is low. So Riley Dixon, um, not wanting it to get blocked, just picks it up and tries to throw it to the end zone. However, was picked off. So you figure maybe that was, uh, probably the better uh, decision, um, so that way they didn't have an opportunity to block it and then potentially return it. Um, so that would make it 14-13, um, as the Jets then go three and out. Uh, Giants go for it, um, you know, have the ball, uh, go for it on fourth down, uh, short fourth down, fourth and, uh, one or two, I think. Um, However, they would miss that. Uh, then the Jets would go down the field. Um, or, sorry, the Jets would um, would have a uh, three and out because of the, uh, however, because of the short distance, because of the uh, turnover on downs by the Giants. Uh, they were able to take a 54-yard field goal, uh, and they missed that. So then the Giants had a three and out. Uh, Jets ran down the clock in the half, uh, 14-13 halftime score. Jets in the lead. All right, so the Giants then received the ball out of halftime. Uh, but on third down, Daniel Jones strip sack. Um, uh, wasn't even really a strip sack. Uh, Jamal Adams really just grabbed the ball right out of his hands, uh, and returned it for a touchdown. Um, that would end up being huge in the game. Uh, the Giants get the ball back, uh, and score a touchdown on great play. Uh, by Golden Tate. Um, however, they go for it. Uh, they go for two uh, as they miss the extra point to try to even even the game up. However, uh, Golden Tate has offensive pass interference, uh, and then they are forced to take a long extra point, um, and they would miss that. So in the end, the 
two point slash uh, PAT is unsuccessful. All right, so then the Jets uh, had a three and out. Uh, the Giants offense stayed hot uh, and got another touchdown. Uh, and they went for two again. However, this time they would get it. Uh, the Giants D had good sack on third down. Uh, but However, the Jets were able to uh, still able to hit a 53-yard field goal. Giants three and out. Uh, Jets score because of pass interference on DeAndre Baker uh, in the end zone. Uh, didn't turn his head to the ball. Um, and obviously, anytime you make contact and didn't look at the ball, uh, always defensive pass interference there. Uh, then the Giants convert on third down, um, but the drive would end up in a punt. Uh, then the Jets go down the field, um, but good red zone D by the Giants make the Jets kick a field goal um, to you know to give themselves any chance. Uh, Giants would punt. Jets and Giants would both punt. Um, then the Jets would punt. Uh, at that point, uh, the Giants couldn't do anything as time expires. Uh, final score is 34-27 Jets. So, yeah, so I'll, you know, continue to talk about that game um, in the second half of this episode. But, um, but yeah, a disappointing uh, game for the uh, Giants, I'll continue, like I said, to talk about that uh, in just a little bit. So here's your Around the League, presented by the Classic Pack Crap. All right, so the Raiders took down the Chargers on Thursday Night Football, uh, 26-24. Uh, the Falcons have a big upset on the Saints, 26-9. Uh, uh, Titans upset the Chiefs, 35-32. Uh, uh, Ravens beat the Bengals by good margin, uh, 49-13. Uh, Browns beat the Bills, uh, 19-16. Uh, Buccaneers beat the Cardinals, 30-27. Uh, the Bears beat the Lions, uh, 20-13. Dolphins beat the Colts in an upset, uh, 16-12. Packers beat the Panthers, 24-16. Steelers beat the Rams 17-4 or 17-12. I'm sorry. Uh, the Vikings beat the Cowboys uh, 28-24 um, in the NFC. And then it is Monday as I'm recording this. So the Seahawks and 49ers have not played. Um, so this week, uh, both the Redskins and Eagles were on a bye. Um, so now, so the Cowboys, like I said, uh, lost, moving them to five and four, tying them with the Eagles. However, they're still ahead, uh, you know, uh, for tiebreaker reasons. Um, so Eagles and Cowboys are at five and four, Giants at two and eight, Redskins at one and eight. So that's that. Uh, Giants are the only team left in the NFC East uh, that still has not had a bye. They will have their bye next week. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, that's your around the league there, presented by the Classic Pack Rat. All right. So that will just about wrap up the uh, shorter first half um, of the pod or of this episode. 
Uh, thanks for listening. I'll be back in just for, uh, just a few moments. Hey there, Giants fans. This is Jenny Veccarelli from the Closet Packrat. We specialize in helping you reclaim your space and making your space more functional. Come visit us at Instagram and on Facebook at the Closet Packrat, helping you reclaim your space. All right, Giants fans, you are back listening to the second half of the of episode twenty five of the Gmail Journal. All right, so in the first half, you had your recapping around the league. Uh, now I'm just going to be doing a bit more analysis um, on this game here. So, so really, what this game more or less came down to, um, you know, was the strip sack of Daniel Jones' return for a touchdown. Um, and the, you know, missed extra point and, um, uh, I mean, and, you know, you could consider the two point conversion there too. So, I mean, you think about it this way, right? You, Daniel Jones, right, hangs on to the ball, right, or goes down, right, right there, right? And then the snap isn't low, they win the game. Right, like, it's as simple as that. You know, like, everything else can still play out. Right, just take away the seven points from the Jets. Um, That brings them down. And then... And then there, you, you know, kick the field goal and... Or kick the extra point. um, You know, to win the game. Um... 28-27 28-27 it would be. Yeah, so, I mean, you just think about it that way. It's these small plays, and I've talked about it, you know, throughout the season, where it, it's just one play, you know, one or two plays, right, where you can go back in, you can just look at this, right, and you can say, Daniel Jones goes there, the staff isn't low, they win the game, right? And, I mean, it's that simple. Um, you know, and then they win the game by one. So, I mean, it's that simple. You know, it's been throughout the season, really. Um, you know, as far as just winning games, you know, like, they're close, right? Like, they're close, but they're they're still far. So, I, I mean, so, yeah. Um, so, as far as stats go, Daniel Jones went uh, 26 for 40, passing 308 yards, four touchdowns and 20 rushing yards, and obviously I just talked about that fumble there. Saquon had a really off day as the uh, uh, Jets' run defense was ha- had a great, great game. Uh, he only had one rush yard and five receptions for uh, 30 yards. So then uh, Darius Slayton also had a big game, 10 receptions for 124 yards and two touchdowns. Tate, four receptions. For 89 yards and two touchdowns. So, yeah, so some big plays by Tate uh, to get that yardage and touchdown up. I mean, obviously, these were the two primary receivers, you know, not including Saquon um, in this game, as Storling Shepard and Evan Ingram were out. I mean, maybe that contributes, but still, this was definitely a winnable game. Um, very disappointing for the Giants. Um, so, I mean, as far as analysis, you know, the the problem is still is, you know, conversions on third down as far as, you know, for the Giants, right? Um, 
you know, defensively, I mean, they're having trouble, you know, tackling and effort put into, you know, these plays where, you know, they get beat and then they, you know, most of the corners just kind of give up on the play. Um, you know, there's, they don't, you know, hustle and right. Oh shoot. I got beat. I got to go back and, you know, go make this tackle or, you know, whatever it might be. Or, uh, you know, my teammates just got beat. Uh, you know, I should go help out and make that tackle there, right? Like it's a team effort, you know? And I mean, what they're, what's ending up happening is, you know, the secondary is, you know, getting beat, leaving spaces open, whatever it might be. You know, so that needs to get fixed. But on top of that, the effort and, you know, ability to tackle is still not there. I mean, in the second half, um, the Giants' pass rush was terrific. Um, you know, they were constantly in Darnold's face. Um, and But, I mean, in the first half, it was completely irrelevant. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that's that, um, as far as that, but, I mean, if, if you go back, you know, and, and watch it, you know, it's the same thing, and I, I stretched, stressed, uh, stressed this in, um, my last episode, in episode 24, you know, it's, they can't seem to put the pass rush and secondary, you know, together on one play, you know, for one game. You know, it's been it's been one half of decent coverage, but no, you know, pass rush, and another of great pass rush and pathetic covering. You know, and right, it's like they're in his face, but he, I mean, what Darnold was really doing was, you know, he's right there and he's just you know, dumping it off, right? Like, he's just getting the ball out, right? Because this pass rush was, you know, all over him. And, um, you know, and they just, the secondary just, you know, couldn't cover for, you know, for that much longer to, you know, for that half a second longer just to get, to get that sack, right? And to end it. I mean, the defense, you know, the defensive line was, you know, so close on so many plays, you know, and I'm not saying that's, you know, their fault because you know, he, they, the secondary doesn't leave guys wide open and, you know, that's count, that's a bunch of different sacks there. So, you know, I mean, it is what it is. As far as the pass rush goes or, you know, even run stuffing or even this defensive line in general, Leonard Williams had a terrific, terrific game. I mean, the stats, you know, aren't necessarily there, but, you know, that's kind of the story of Leonard Williams, right? He doesn't have the stats, but, you know, you go back and watch some of his games, he's constantly in his face, he's always there, so he's one of those players where, you know, the stats don't tell all, you know, there, there, you know, there are two main, you know, types of uh, pass rushers, you know, there's, you know, the all-around pass rushers, you know, who are, Constantly racking up uh, stats and whatnot, and whatever it might be, um, as well as playing great in games. Um, and then it's the guys who, you know, play great, um, however, just don't, you know, don't necessarily right get there, you know, to complete the play for a sack. Right, and well, that's, you know, obviously not as credible as someone who has, 
you know, all the sacks and stuff, because that shows you, you know, completing the play and everything. So, but the thing with Leonard Williams is he does a very good job of getting into, um, you know, the quarterback's face, you know, and forces him to rush. So, I mean, this is kind of a thing where you might need to look into, you know, more advanced statistics where, you know, they go in and show you exactly, you know, how many times he's in his face and whatnot um, versus, you know, just sacks and, um, you know, basic uh, statistics like that. So, yeah, I mean, that's that. I mean, like I said, that, you know, on defense, it's, it's you know, it's putting the two uh, together, the defensive line and the secondary together, you know, for a play, a quarter, a half, a game. Um, I mean, hopefully it'll get there eventually. Um, but, you know, it, it hasn't so far this year. So I think that's been the problem there. As far as offense, um, I think one of the things that, you know, halted them in this game was, you know, the Jets had a terrific, terrific game on, uh, as far uh, like, um, stopping the run, so they couldn't really get the run game going, and I feel like the run game is one of the, you know, things that their offense needs to keep going, because if the, if the run gets stopped, you know, because then, then that kind of takes away the play action, right, and then they're kind of just focused on stopping the pass, because they know they can stop the run, whereas if you're getting them with the run, you know, then they're thinking about the run, you know, and you get them with the pass, or they're constantly thinking run, so you run a play action, right, and you get them there, so whatever it might be, I think this offense really needs um, that, you know, running game to get going, and it just wasn't there, you know, um, so offensive line didn't play great either, they were missing um, a lot of parts in this game, um, let's see, so it was, um, they had two guys uh, that were out. They had, I think it was the right guard, the center, and uh, Nate Solder, the left tackle, uh, would leave a little bit later onto the game. So, you know, the offensive line was certainly uh, weakened uh, by injuries and whatnot. But, I mean... The injuries definitely didn't help in this game. You know, the injuries to the offensive line, the injuries to Golden Tate and, um, or, excuse me, to Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard, um, you know, to make them focus on the run a bit more as, you know, Golden Tate becomes the number one uh, receiver. And I, I think something that I really haven't talked about enough on this podcast is the Jones to Slayton connection that has been going really, really well. Um, lots of good things going on there. And a lot of people think it's because, you know, uh, Jones was practicing with the second team a lot, um, you know, as he wasn't, you know, in the preseason OTAs, whatever it might be, rookie minicamp. Um, and he was working a lot with Slayton because Slayton was the number one, you know, guy on that second team offense. Um, and Jones obviously was the backup, you know, to start the season. Uh, before he was started. So, yeah, so that will that's basically it for my analysis uh, on this game. Um, I think I'll be back next week, probably next Tuesday, 
uh, just doing a quick around the league. That'll be about it because Giants are on a bye. Uh, maybe I, I might talk about any Giants news if there is. If not, it'll probably just be you know a recap of all the games um, that weekend. So yeah, so thank you for. Listening.